Lord. Thank you, God. So before mom, kids, before mom wad to sa inyong classroom, napaday tay announcement. So, how are you guys? <laughs> no, are we blessed? Our worship, amazing si Lord. And can we give a clap, kay Lord? No, I deserve this ba? Okay, thank you. And I know the Lord sees our hearts right now. So right now, is I ready sa tong announcement? Are you ready? Is I ready sa tong announcement? announcement <laughs> Okay, so our first announcement is our tithes and offering. So no, we have two uh, ways to give our tithes and offering. So nasagawas, which is a physical envelope, diha mo makabutang sa inyo ang tithes. But if prefer niyo ang cashless, so naatay koan kanang bank account. So just copy the account number. And the na account name so that you can transfer your tithes and offering, Drakai Lord. So we need to be faithful in our tithes and offering. No, it's, it's one way of our obedience, Drakai Lord, and kanang loving the Lord bitaw sa um, pag bless niya sa atua in terms financially. So we need to give back to Kai Lord. And the next um, announcement is our Sunday service. So kids, maminaw sa taha, kanatay san kan announcement karon. So kung makakita mo sa flash, di ba? Ay sa screen, combined Sunday service, Living Gospel Joy Peace Church and Walk. So August 7, which is Sunday, dili dire ang atuang Sunday service. So our Sunday service will be at Ra Raha Park Hotel. Oh, I'm so excited. It's hotel tau. <laughs> Napos sila kadali ko. Huh? Napos sila kadali. Bitaw. Ang venue sa tong Sunday service. San, karong Sunday sa Raha 
Hotel sa Fuente Cebu, 2pm. And the second announcement regarding this Sunday service. So kids, paminaw, wala may Sunday service dito sa church, no? And then, layo man ang koan, ang venue na to sa Sunday service. So, next Sunday, di sa mumakaari dito sa church. Pero, if naa inyong mama, mama ha, pwede mo makakuyog. Oh, isa may excited nila kuyugo nilang mama. Uh, pero kung dili ninyo makuyog inyong mama, ayo pugsa inyong mama. Ayon nyo himuang mama si Ate Emily or si Koan, kay gusto mo makuyog. So kung dili makakuyog inyong mama, bilin lang sa yun mo. So ang katurang makakuyog, ang naay, mama. Okay? Okay, very good. So sige, balik ko na to Asa gani ang Sunday service, mga, mga mama, mga... Raha Park Hotel. So, um, 2pm na siya. So, mo, kuan na mi, mo, send lang mig any ka na instruction kung sa itong buhaton, Ana. So, okay? I think that's all for the announcement. So, this time, kinsan ay ready na maminaw sa pulong sa ginoo. Um, amen. Abri na ba itong kasing-kasing o itong huna-huna? Amen. So, before I introduce our senior pastor, kids... Okay, hinahinay na mo ogwan at to sa inyong classroom di magdagandagan. Okay. And kanang kung pwede balhin na to sa pikas para matunga ang tanaw. <laughs> And katong mga naglingkod diri bahina na to kay basig matuwang ang bangka. Sige, pwede kay maglingkod diri sa pikas para free kay mo ana. No, para balance ang tanan. So anyways, again, are we ready? Okay, dili na nako dugay-dugayon pa. Okay, let's welcome the one who will minister the word of God, Pastor Lloyd Bungabong. Thank you, Jelay. Praise God. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. Gabi ako experience gabi i church kay uh, I was about to prepare but I decided to sleep 8 uh, I think 9:30 Wala jud ko katulog Unsa-unsa na ko piyong ako mga mata Bro ako na una gander gyapon ba Naghimog sermon niya ha <laughs> Nakatry Have you tried that nga dingit katulog Iko, Lord, alas hapit na malas dosi. <laughs> Wajiko katalog sa so, ni balhin ko higda. Then I try to sleep, hoping uh, makatulog ko pero wala gihapon. Iko, Lord, unsa man magpray ko. <laughs> so I prayed. Then I thought I can sleep already. <laughs> higda na sa ko. Then I realized, no, nag-inom man na yung mix of drinks sa China. Pagkagabi. Kung kapira, makatulog na ako, I can really sleep drinking coffee at night. Pero soft drinks, I realized, nga, lahim siya effect. So, wala na na ako natulog. Tingin mo na ako sermon. Katugo na dyo kayo ko. Diyan ako natulog. <laughs> Matanas ang alas tres. 
So, gamay-gamay lang tagkatulog. So, that's the price uh, in serving God. No? Uh, sa atong pagservisyo sa ginoon na joy price. Amen? So, atong pag-anahisgutan ka ron, ito kang about living faith. Nabatay living buhi. Kisa may buhi dire. Oh. <laughs> Uy, nananaglalis na likod. Buhi dire ka. <laughs> Oy, living faith. So, kanisya, it's correct na kaya po din sa ito ang series of studies sa James. Okay? So, in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, mauna siya ginagamit sa mag-share of gospel sa gospel. So, ingin siya for it is very grace, you've been saved through faith, not of yourself. Dili din sa atong kagalingan. It is the gift of God. Sa to, it is the gift of God, not by works, lest anyone should boast. Walay makapaghambog nga naluwasta. Kaya ka ni gasa sa Diyos, not by works. O by works pa ni, guys, maabuta sa langit, no? Maghinabugay ta. Nita ako, nasave ko, kaya nanghata ko bugas. Dahan kayo, grabe kayo. Ako, good, grabe kayo ang ibuhat. No? Nanghata ko, brand yung mga karsulis. Uh, Levi's. Uso ba bang Levi's ka lang? So, lest anyone should boast, dili ta makapanghambog nga na save ta. So, ang usahay diha na kutob ang atong pag-share, especially ako. No? So, ang number 10 is very important. Verse 10. Ingon siya, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which is prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So, as I said, it's very useful in sharing the gospel. No, especially, we always quote Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. So, to give the emphasis nga, salvation, which is, is God's gift, and is by grace through Jesus Christ, and we can receive this gift through faith alone, not by works. Uh, si Apostle nagsuwat ani sa nga letter ngato sa mga Ephesians. Ho, pero si Paul, he did not stop there. No, sa salvation na part. No. If he didn't stop there, uh, if he just stopped there, we are just making converts, no? In verse 10, verse 10 is the very important the uh, verse na si James is talking about is teaching question. No, the salvation is validated by works. Validated after ka ma-save, naagod siya ay fruit nga maka-validate nga it is a genuine or is a living faith. So if it's not a living faith, unsa di ay? Unsa ay posit sa living? <laughs> <laughs> Super living is <laughs> dead. No. Muna tambag istoryahan karon. So efficient din unsa ingon? For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. 
in which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Good works is a general term. Meaning. So, the things we ought to do after receiving Christ as our Lord and Savior is the fruit of the follower of the way or the fruit of a Christian. What is the fruit of the Christian? It is Christ likeness. Later, I will explain this. On something, Christ likeness or becoming more like Christ. So, how about you? Are you bearing the fruit of Christ likeness? Do you have a living faith or you have a dead faith? So, our main verse this afternoon is in James chapter 2, verse 17. It's very short. I want you to memorize this one. After the service, mawatana ko sinyo. And I price. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ingun siya, verse, James chapter 2, verse 17, does also faith by itself. If it is not, have works, is dead. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this wonderful afternoon of God. Lord, I pray. Jesus' name that you will guide me, Lord, as uh, share your word. Use my mouth as your speaker of Father God, Lord. Even God, whatever of Father I prepared, Lord, you have the freedom of Father God to, Lord, to can interrupt me, of Father God, Lord. And Lord, I pray for everyone here listening and everyone who is listening online, of Father God, you can open their hearts and their minds, and help them to catch your word this afternoon. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, let's jump to James chapter 2, verse 14 to 16. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? Can faith save him? You know, James is addressing not to unbeliever. Because you shall my brethren. But to, to those who are believers in Christ, someone who profess and that they receive the gift of salvation. Earlier, now this is not contradicting to Paul wrote a letter in Ephesians. Salvation is the gift of God and it is received by faith alone. Delicia, this is after you receive the gift, what you story about in James? James is talking about those Christians that profess, they confess Jesus is Lord. No? They receive the gift of salvation. But there are people who profess, but there is lacking of evidence in their life that they are Christians. Wala ibinin siya ba? Christian. So, do you still remember in Matthew 7, verse 22, many, Jesus, many will say on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name and done wonders in your name. 
Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You practice lawlessness. Because their faith is just an empty claim. Tama na sa istorya. They are talkative. The talkative type of a Christian. They are talkative about their faith. Maybe they know better than anyone about the Word of God. No? But there is no evidence in their life that there is no fruit of Christ-likeness. And sadly, they don't walk that talk. No, they don't walk the talk. There is no evidence in their life that they are a Christian or they are a follower of Jesus. There is no fruit of Christ-likeness. Do you still remember when Jesus how, uh, taught us in the Bible, in this word, how to identify the false prophet? In Matthew chapter 7, verse 90 to 20, Mauna niya siyang identify if the person is a false prophet. Every tree thus does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. By their fruits. You know, uh, my father told me a story. They have a pomelo from the United States. Her sister brought him a pomelo. And it's very sweet. No, it's, uh, it's different kind of pomelo. Because of that, they tried to plant it in their backyard in Mindanao. Because in Mindanao, the soil is so rich. You cannot, it's hard to find a single stone. That's how rich is the soil. No, diri, yuta ang abatoon. Grabe abatoon. So, nigrow ang pumilo. So, for one year, nigrow siya na nato, nindakbo siya. Five years after, walay bunga ang pumilo. The tree profess that this is, he is a pumelo. Okay? <laughs> but wala may bunga. There is no evidence yet nga pumelo gito siya. Limara ba sila kabuok? Pariha sila nga walay bunga. No? So, finally, they are tired of waiting and they said, if this thing will not bear fruit, it will be cut down. It looks like a pomelo. Uh, you know, <laughs> it has a leaves of pomelo. It has a strap of pomelo. If you research what is a pomelo, then this is a pomelo. But there is no fruit yet. Until the sixth year, it bears a fruit. A pomelo. Nahadloxia. I cut down. So it bears fruit. A pomelo. Now, you can tell the fruit, the tree by its fruit. Diba? So, the same with the person who received, you know, 
the word, genuinely the, the word of God, the gift of salvation, there should be fruit in his life. For those people who just profess, but there is no evidence, they don't have the saving faith. No? Any genuine faith that will translate to good works and it will bear fruit of Christ-likeness. Likeness. What is Christ-likeness? That is the very question you know, I'm always asking when I was growing up because it's been preached again and again. But I have no idea. Christ-likeness. So, Christ-like is a person who has quality. Qualities like Jesus Christ. Oh, example, authenticity. No, authentic. No, in Matthew 7 verse 20, that's their fruit. You will recognize them. If authentic, it's yeah. Number two, compassion. Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, and love one another. Be compassionate and humble. Number two, qualities of being Christ-likeness. Courtesy. So in everything you do, do, do to others what you have them to do to you. This is the sum, of, sum up the law of the prophets. Courtesy, how you relate to other people. Forgiveness. Yes, we are very familiar. We just get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, brawl, and slander. And every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. Just as Christ, God forgave you. Generosity. Oh, generous. Jesus is very generous. In Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 6, itake na kamuna lang basa sa inyo. Okay? So, gratitude. And whatever you do, uh, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father through him. This is one of the kanang, kanang sign, but if you are a uh, Christian, you receive Christ, you are thankful. No? Because we don't deserve the gift of salvation. Integrity, integrity. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Kindness, obedience, respectfulness, responsibility and truthfulness these are just some and there i believe there are many you no know, qualities of christ that we need to follow so let's jump to james chapter 2 verse 14 to 17 so what does it profit my brethren if someone says he has faith but doesn't have works can faith save him verse 15 if a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, kaning naked, kanang naked nga, literal nga naked, ha? they are poor, kanang mga tao nga, 
kanang tattered og sanina gisiol ang sanina kay tungod sa ilang kawad-on no og wala slay nikulang sila pagkaon and the one one of you says to them depart in peace be warm and filled but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body what does it profit thus thus also faith by itself if it is if if it does not have works is dead so james give us an example this is the pattern of james he uh, he give a statement and after that there is an example so so to better understand what he's trying to tell us no it's not enough to pray for the person that needs help who are in need who are struggling in life we need not just to yes it is good to help to pray for them but if we have genuine faith living faith we will reach out we can give what we can give to them you know we see these things what he's talking about uh james what james is talking about in this verse this was fulfilled in the book of acts if you can still remember in acts chapter 4 verse 36 to 37 if you remember the name barnabas barnabas hoses was also named barnabas by apostles a levite of uh, of the country of cyprus having a land sold it and brought the money and laid it to the apostles feet okay this was fulfilled this is from the, the following the teaching of you know james and also in acts chapter 2 verse 44 and 45 now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their position and goods and divided among them all as anyone had need amen so so we have the glimpse of what they receiving the word they receive in the early church since james is the the leader of this early church we know what they are being taught so why james is given an example of poor people this is not the first one because it is the reality of the time Many Christians become poor. Maybe because of the severe persecution. Their the persecution during the time when uh, James was the leader of the church. The Christians become the minority. Pinakagamay silang grupo. They are severe persecutions during the time. When I say severe, the persecution that we receive today, wala na na nagkuminking silang persecution. No? They could be imprisoned if they've been caught that they are the follower of the way. We are Christians. They are part of the church. Or they can be killed. 
in the hands of the Sanhedrin. If you can still remember, in our Bible study on Acts, nga si Saul, whose Roman name is? Kasi ang Roman name ni Saul, Paul, was the leader that was very effective to clean the city from every Christian. City, he cleaned it, he persecuted, he drove, drove them away, drove them out from the city. That was before uh, Saul or Paul became a Christian. No? Also in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17 to 18, it says that whoever has this world's good and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. This is Christ-likeness. This is the fruit. If we have genuine, we have our faith is a living faith. Moving on in James chapter 18. But some will say, you have faith, I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. We need to understand that in the early church is predominantly Jews. Kasagaran, the first church is predominantly Jews. And religious of following the law, which is by work. And James is leading the new Christians, the new church, by example, not just kanang historia lang, but by example, I will show you my faith by my works. In James chapter 2, verse 19 to 20, it says. You believe that there is one God. Do you do well? Even the demon believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? So first we have a dead faith. Those people who uh, has... Uh, Empty claims that they are Christians. Taman as the words ilang religion. No. In this verse, we have a demonic faith. What is demonic faith? It is intellect. You know, the Jews they have this shima. Shima, which means in Deuteronomy chapter six, verse four to five. Here, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. They have the right doctrine. That is the truth. No? That there is only one God. Believing there's only one God. It is called monotheism. One God. Not polytheism. Polytheism is believing that there's different kind of gods. There are many gods. Believing that God is one. But the demons also believe that there is only one God. 
And the demons, unsa siya? Trembles, nagpangurog sa kahadlok. No, they have faith, but you have faith in God, but this faith cannot do anything in their situation. In this case of the demons, they cannot be saved. They just have the intellect that there is one God, but it cannot change their situation. They are all destined to the lake of fire. Their belief in God does not save them or benefits them because it's only an intellectual faith. Intellectual faith is demonic faith. In verse 20 in James, but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? What is dead is lifeless. It's lifeless. Moving on in James chapter 2, verse 21 to 25. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Verse 22. Do you see that faith was working together with his works? Faith was working together with his works. And by works, faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Likewise, in verse 25, likewise was Rahab the harlot who also justified by works when he received the messengers and sent them in another way. Here, James gives us another example. So, Abraham and Rahab. One who is a friend of God, and the other one belongs to the enemy of God. Why? Because Rahab is not just an innkeeper. The Bible is very clear that she was also a prostitute. One is a Jew and the other one is a Gentile. One is a man and the other one is a woman. So, you know what they have in common? They have faith. They have living faith in God. In James chapter 2, verse 21 to 25, it says, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son to the altar? Do you see that faith was working together in his works, and works by faith was made perfect? You know, do you know the story of Abraham and Isaac? No, God promised Abraham a descendant. One night, God called Abraham. No, at this time, he was 75 years old. And he doesn't have children. If you are 75 and you have children, don't expect <laughs> to, to have, especially when your wife is older than you. Then one night, uh, 
And one night, uh, God called Abraham. And he promised Abraham, who was 75 years old, come get out from the tent. And during that time, there's no electricity. Okay? It's pitch dark. Have you been to a place, kana sa province, bitong, walay suga, basagamay. Makita ni mo ang kalangitan, hindut kayo, ang daghan kayong stars. No? So, God promised him a descendant as multitude as the stars. Now remember, he was 75 years old. Maybe Abraham, oh, wait, wait, Lord. <laughs> What's up, Kadir? <laughs> as numerous as the sun, you know, that it came to pass, then he have Isaac. No. In his, and one day, God tested Abraham and asked him to bring Isaac to Mount Moriah. So God will show him where to offer or sacrifice Isaac as a burnt offering. So Isaac, uh, early in the morning, so went to Mount Moriah with the son. Oh, Abraham with his son Isaac. So, while going there, you know, Abraham believed that God will resurrect Isaac. He believed in God. Then he went there. Then he bind Isaac. He was about to plunge the dagger. Then the, God stopped him. That, that happens in Genesis chapter 22, verse 12. And he said, don't lay on your hand on the lad or do anything to him. God said, For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, the beloved son, from me. You know, and God provided a lamb. And he called that place uh, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. Wow. You know, did Abraham obey God? Yes. His faith was accompanied with action because his faith is living, living faith. There is, he was, there was an evidence that his faith is living because of his obedience. No, to God. And the, Abraham called that place Jehovah Jireh. The God will provide. No, many, many uh, people believe, or what do you call that? Scholars, Bible scholars, believe that Mount Moriah is where uh, also Jesus died on the cross. On that mountain. So, Jesus stopped uh, Abraham from uh, hurting or uh, giving his son Isaac as a, uh, as a burnt sacrifice. No? Because he doesn't want this. Uh, he, he doesn't allow these things for a Christian to do a human sacrifice. But it is 
For many years past, Christ, God provided for us the sacrifice, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, who died on that mountain, who paid the penalty of our sins, the ultimate sacrifice. So, the scripture was fulfilled. Then Abraham believed when he was in the outside the, his tent, Abraham believed what God was God promised to him. He has ascended as numerous as a star. Can you imagine telling his wife, Sarah, <laughs> be ready. <laughs> My sister, God has promised this. <laughs> as numerous as the stars. So, it was accounted to him righteousness when he believed. Abraham did not doubt God. Yes, Lord. That is very wonderful for Abraham to just believe God. Whatever God says, he promised. Whatever God promised, he just believed. So, James says in verse 24, you see that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. So, that happens when he was, God called him outside the tent. It's in Genesis chapter 15. No. In G James chapter 2, verse 25, Likewise, when Rahab the harlot also justified by works, when she received the messengers that sent out to another way, the story of Rahab was, uh, is kind of, there's really a beautiful story. There's a twist, on, uh, not a twist. <laughs> it's kind of interesting because Rahab, as I said, is a prostitute. When he met these spies because the, you know, the Israelites were camping on the other side of Jordan and the uh, Rahab is, is a citizen of Jericho. They remember they sent spies there to spy the land. Then they went to the house of the Rahab, they knocked, and Rahab identifies them as not a citizen of Jericho. Maybe they look different. No? It's like Filipino, Americano. No? It's like, <laughs> identified him, them. Then Rahab told them that, you know, we, we, the citizen of Jericho, heard your God, and we are, we, we feared, we melt. When they heard that, what their God did to other nations. So, what did uh, Rahab did? is he hide them on the roof. Then when the soldiers came knocking at them at their door, and Rahab pointed them in the other direction. They told him they went that way. Then Rahab, uh, he, re he released the, the spies in the, other in the other direction. But before he released them, he asked them uh, to have a favor not to be killed. So, the spies told him that to, to hang the scarlet rope on the window. 
so that the soldier will see them, there's a scar, they will not be killed. So, you know, Rahab, because of his action, because of his faith in the God of the Israelites, there is an action. It was accompanied by action. No? He helped the spies to, to be free, for not, not to be captured by the army or the soldier of Jericho. You know, it's really amazing if you look no, in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. In the genealogy, you can find his name there. Rahab. Imagine one of the ancestors of Jesus in this genealogy, there is this person, Rahab, who have this living faith. Faith which is accompanied by action. In James chapter 2, verse 26, it says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. No. For us, the body without spirit is dead. Faith without works is also dead. So, dead. We have dead faith. Can you profess empty prophets? Profess that they are Christians or just religiousity? They are just so talkative. No, of their faith, but without action, empty claim, dead faith. Demonic faith, that is faith that is only intellectual. And dynamic faith, which is the living faith, is trusting on the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ is not just to make converts, but, also, but to make disciples. Amen? So, in, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, it says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There is a big difference between converts and disciples. Converts, you will just receive, believe, and uh, recite the prayer. They will be converts. But disciples, you will go through discipleship. Discipline to be more like Christ. Dynamic for it, a living faith does constitute disciples. It is trusting the Lord with your life. The person with this kind of faith is willing to go through discipleship and serve God. If you have a living faith, if you have a dynamic faith, it is just so natural for you to go through discipleship and disciple other people. You know, serving God today is so much more different in the times of James. Do you agree? And, and in their times, you can be killed, you can be burned at the stake. But at this time, 
we have this privilege. We have this freedom to share the word of God. Na magani koan kanang persecution kanarang sawayun raka. Oh, burn again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Diva. Marinanara. But still the same. No? During the time of James, they need to count the cost of being a Christian. If you want to be a Christian, you need to think over and over again. Because the persecution is so real. But many people, many Jews at the time, they receive the gift of salvation. They are willing to go through sufferings. The same today, we need to count the cost. But one must learn how to balance at this time. Now, I, especially if you have work, like the leaders, they have, they have, every one of them is working. They need to balance their life. Every Sunday they come here, every Saturday they come here to practice. They need to live a balanced life. Especially if you are working, then you have... I heard story from my previous church and the, or the other church. I have a friend from other church that the pastor or the manager was complaining to their employee because every Thursday morning, he comes, this employee, this Christian employee, came late. And the reason is because we have Bible study on Friday evening. That is irresponsibility. We need to have a balanced life. We should know how to balance. Do not make an excuse of your Bible studies. That's why you are late. It is not easy, yes. It is not easy. But I want to tell you, serving God, it's rewarding. It's worth it. Let me give you an example. A very simple example. If you have a problem on lying, no, kanang bisag dili angay mamakak mamakak bitaw kanang inadabang akuan ba kanang dili accurate ang mga istorya ba no makadungog lagkuan nagabot sa unahan lahin ng istorya dili kin accurate then you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior the gift of salvation because you have a living faith you believe Jesus Christ Day by day, you will, you will be transformed. The sanctification, you will transform. You will not, uh, from a man-pleaser, you become a God-pleaser. You please God. Then, when you are late, no, <laughs> you will not make up a lie. You will tell the truth. Because you will tell the truth, the manager will give you, or the owner of the company, or the what, whoever person that will confront you when you are late, will give you advice. 
No? We'll give you the right advice. Then you will be changed. No? Then, in your work, in your workplace, if you cannot meet the standard, you cannot pass the, you know, what is required, what is asked for you, of you, maybe in accounting. accounting, <laughs> So maybe, then, you will not tell a lie. You will tell the truth and they will give you the right advice what to do. Then you will improve. Because you tell the truth. But there are times that Lord, you feel. Yes, it's true. There will be times. Na, but this is not your lifestyle anymore. Because you are a God pleaser. What about But what you are slider, but you will feel guilty, you will feel the conviction, Lord, help me. Feeling. No, di na gusto mo help me. It will not be your lifestyle. Your lifestyle, will, you will please God. You will not tell a lie. This is just one of the example. So, it is worth it. It is worth it. It is rewarding. You know, serving God. You know, there is a mystery in serving God. Do you know what the mystery of serving God you cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive God. One thing I was so humbled, I was so amazed by God. But when you receive a blessing or promotion, you can say to yourself, Lord, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this blessing. It's overwhelming. Then you are humbled. Because at the first place, when you receive the salvation, you also do not deserve the gift of salvation. It is because of the grace of God. And now you are serving God. You receive the blessing of God. Because, not because you deserve it. It, it is because God loves you and you cannot outgive God. Imagine, can I call the musicians? Come and help me. Can you imagine? I know everyone, the reality in this life, it's, it's real that we are born and we are alive today. It is also real that one day we will die. And the thing is that we don't know when Imagine on your deathbed. Can you say to the Lord, Lord, I am ready to come home. I have served you. On your deathbed, you know, you're being about to be cut off from the living. Everything you work for, you work hard in this world, will be left in this world.
the question is, are you ready to meet, to see face to face your Savior? Today is Evangelistic Sunday. I would like to open this time for anyone who do doesn't have the assurance of salvation. For those people who are not sure if you die today, no, you will be with God in heaven. I want to tell you that Christ paid the penalty of our sin 100% full payment of our sin was paid on the cross in Calvary now Jesus is inviting you to come to him to receive the gift of salvation would you open your life would you open your heart on your heart's door and calling you by name let me come here I have a gift for you I want to be your friend I want to have fellowship with you I want to talk to you I want to relate to you I want to have a relationship with you not just a relationship a deep relationship I want to know you I want you to know me for I am good I am your Savior I am your God and I can save you would you open your heart and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if that is your desire, I want you to follow this prayer, but make this prayer your personal prayer. Make this prayer be the living faith. Or saving faith. Believing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Lord, forgive me of all my sins, God. I hate them. And I receive right now, God, Lord, as you promise, God, your forgiveness. You said in your word that if we ask for forgiveness, you will forgive us of all our sins, God. Today I receive this forgiveness in Jesus' name. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. I want you. I need you. Spirit, feel me and guide me in this Christian walk. 
Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing Jesus Christ in my life to save me from my sin. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you for reminding us, Father, that we need to have that faith, Father, that comes from you, Lord. Lord, I pray, oh God, that as we receive your word, Father, Lord, that Christ-likeness, oh God, will be reflected in our lives, Father God. May we be an inspiration, oh God, to those people, oh Lord, na wala pa na kailan May you use our lives, O oh God, as your instrument, Father, to reach out those people, O oh Lord, that really needs you, God. And Lord, I pray, Father, that God, as we receive your word, I pray that, Lord, it will be applied in our life and it will bear fruit, O oh God. And Lord, thank you for your constant reminder, O oh God. Lord, will be glorified, oh Lord, because you deserve all these things, Father God. And just, Lord, salamat ng ginoo. May we bring back all the glory and praises to you. And as we continue to um, take this time, reflect whatever the Lord is speaking to you, may our eyes turn. Yes, ha? Ginoo. 